your hands together. Put 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 your hands together. What's going on, you guys? Let's hear it for you on a Tuesday night. Are you guys still trying to figure out where to sit? Get in here, you little buddies. They are dressed. Are you trying to meet some? Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, get in here. Come on in. Where are you going to go? Is it three of you folks? That person is just pointing. Get in here. Wow. I, first of all, I fucking love that you don't know where you are. <laughs> you don't know where you are, that that's just how you walk into a show. What is this? Because I would like to know. I would like to know what this is. Uh, but only by audibly asking the performer on stage. Uh, it's a stand-up show, sir. It's a stand-up show, yeah. But it's not—it's okay. It's like not—it's not that kind of a like a roasty sort of a. I mean, you seem like pretty normal, and I can't even. I mean, what would you want to like? I mean, do you want to like get into it? Do you want that to be the? Yeah, it's not that kind of a you know because there's no drink minimum or whatever, and it's not like a whose birthday is. It's not like that kind of a thing. Nobody's going to be like, what are you up to? How long have you been to get? Like, it's not that kind of a show. It's like a lot of, like, stories. Um, and then I think they're back there or over here. Just a lot of great pointing going on. Um, this is a great... So far, we're doing a great job as an audience. I feel like it's been, like, a trickle in. There were open questions. Um, I, don't, I don't find there, any, there to be anything wrong with that. You look concerned. Are you all right? How's your night? Yeah, yeah. Little, little beard buddy. How you doing? You doing cool? You haven't, were you worried about her? She seems fine. Yeah, no, she's cool. I think it's all chill. I think everybody's in now. What a stutter step of a show. You know what I mean? We've never had to restart the music, but I love that that's how it started. And then right after that, just then I came out and people didn't know if that was the show. Um, and then people are, uh, this is the show. Hey, this is the show. <laughs> What's going on? I'm your host. I'm Cameron Esposito, and uh, there's great comics there backstage. They can hear you. Let's hear it for those people. I'm not trying to be weird with you guys because you're at this show, and this is going to be a great fucking show, and you made the right choice with your night and your lives, but Kristen Bell was on the earlier show, uh, the show right before this. I don't know. Did anybody uh, see uh, Doug Love's movies tonight? Okay, yeah. Apologies to Doug Love's movies. Um... But uh, that was the show right before this show, and Kristen Bell was on that, and there aren't that many people that I uh, would be, like, trying, just like, ha, 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 backstage about, but um, I'm a big fan of Frozen. <laughs> I can't believe that's true, you know? What an embarrassment I am to myself. I saw it on a plane. Um, you know, under duress, and then I was swept into the story. I loved it. Oh, those girls, their sisters, one of them has pal, just so much, just so, I was like, oh, God, what's gonna happen? Is she with that guy? Which guy? You know, like, that kind of thing. Then the song, for fuck's sake, you know? I just keep singing that song. I can't stop letting it go. 
all over my apartment, and I'm really having an enjoyable time. What do you have? Oh, you brought like a drawing from Frozen? You went to Disneyland today, and then did you see the show before this? They teach you how to draw from Frozen. Yeah, and then you're like, here's a drawing from Frozen. And it's like so not applicable to this show at all. Isn't that kind of a bummer? Where it's like, if you had just been here, you know what I mean? Ah, you know, because like, that's not her character at all, but like still, you know? Because you have a drawing of the snowman and that would, she would have been like, that, why, why didn't you draw me? You know, she would have said that. She's very vain about that. Um, I could tell from not talking to her. Um... You know, like, just the kind of way she walked past me, she was just like, if you have a snowman, shut up. You know, I could kind of feel that from her. So I didn't, I'm glad, actually, that that didn't happen to you. You went to Disneyland today? How was it? Was it your first, have you been before to Disneyland? It was his first time? And how, what was it like? You're drinking a giant bottle of alcohol. So you've had a weird day. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you're like, all day long in the morning, I see animatronic babies. And then at night, I drink a huge thing by myself. Uh, what are you drinking? Just a bottle of wine. You're just drinking a bottle of wine. <laughs> yes. Uh, how was Disney? Was it cool? Yeah, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was uh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. Yeah, that shit is from the future, right? <laughs> and by the future, I mean the past future, you know? It's like staying at a W. Pretty specific reference. But if you stayed at a W, you, you totally know what I'm talking about. It's like a pretty specific reference. But there's some people here that are like, that was the line of the night, you know? Because people have different taste in jokes, and I've got to acknowledge that. You know, there's somebody here that's going to be just like a really, they're going to be like, I want to hear about Disneyland plus the W Hotel chain. That's what somebody came here with, you know? You're welcome <laughs> to that person. I was in Atlanta this past week, and I stayed at a W. That's why it's fresh on my mind. What a weird experience it is to stay in one of those hotels. Who has, clap if you've stayed in one of those hotels. Yeah, they were built in like the early 2000s to be like, this is now, you know, but now it's now. And it really feels like then when you go in there. It's very strange. My room had a metal floor in the bathroom, which is the worst substance to make a bathroom floor out of because that is the slipperiest of things. Like you can't, nobody's ever like, mm, you know what's going to stand up under water? Metal. Like let's put just a layer of metal and then just get a lot of water on that. Build a shower with a door that doesn't go all the way because it's the future. Um, it's just like one of those things where you, there's the toilet is right there and then you're shower, you can, you can just, you can just stick your, you know what I mean? You can just sit and stick your, you can just wash your feet off while you let it go. Second let it go reference. Um, but, uh, and it's also really sad. I was down there doing shows. was by myself. And it's like the saddest place to stay when you're by yourself. Just the most depressing. Because they're trying to make it seem like a dance club that's accidentally a hotel. They're like, if you get too drunk, you can stay here. Because <laughs> when you walk in, they like hand you a bottle of water. I assume because they think you're already rolling. You know what I mean? They're like... You're going to need these. And there's some pacifiers over there, so put those in so you don't grind the teeth. Um, this guy, I'm fucking nailing it with this guy. <laughs> like, the rest of you are okay. That's my demo right there. Nailing it! Nailing it! Um, yeah, no, you walk in. It is a serious dance party. The music is all the way up. 
Uh, and they are really giving you a free appetizer if you go to the bar, that kind of place. And then I was just like, oh, no, I am going to. You know what I did? I've never done this. I called security on the room next to me. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's where I am in my life. They were all night gigglers, you know? <laughs> just all night. They were giggling for two hours before I said a goddamn thing. And then I was like, I don't want to go over there. You know, I mean, I wasn't wearing a bra. You understand, ladies. <sighs> I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't going to put my bra back. I wasn't going to get dressed. I wasn't going to go over there in my jams. You know what I mean? But I also wasn't going to get dressed. So I just called down and I said... Oh, I help. I don't know how to say this. There are loud gig. I said actually. I said there's. I said there's screaming next door, but not. It doesn't seem unsafe. Because <laughs> I didn't want them to be like, what? Why didn't you rush in there through the adjoining door? And I'd be like, because it's locked from the other side. It's locked on both sides. Um, no. Um. But, uh, yeah, I did call down. I said, they're screaming, but it seems, it doesn't seem unsafe. But they have been at it for a while, and I have an early flight. My flight was midday. <laughs> I just don't want to fucking deal with it anymore. You know what I mean? I was alone. I was watching very bad late-night television. Uh, what is that show I was watching? Uh, what's that bad one that's not CSI, but it's like the Navy or something? Yep, NCIS, but there's a Los Angeles one that is sad. I don't know if anybody's seen NCIS Los Angeles or works on it. I understand. People in the business could be here. But it is a sad thing, not because of the writing, but because LL Cool J is on it. And also Chris O'Donnell. Do you remember when they were things? When they were forces, you know? And then they're, now they're like, who did it? <laughs> I just wish that once Chris O'Donnell was like, I bet it was Mini Driver, and then he winked. <laughs> um, so I was watching Sad TV, and I told the... Yes, yeah, so I said, uh, please, if whatever you do in this situation... And then she said, we're setting up security. So then I, like, waited, just like, ha, 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 ha. But I also turned out all the lights in my, in my hotel room, like, just to be like, just to kind of be like, I'm sleeping, do you see? Like, I literally did this. I went and turned out all the lights and I got under the sheets and I like still was watching but the, it was on really low so I was like ha 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 and then I heard the security guard come and then I heard the woman go to the door and I heard her say we're not even being loud but she said it that loud we're not even being loud and then she turned to her friend in the room and was like do you think we're being she yelled she didn't say like she did she just do you think we're being loud because I don't and then uh, the person left then they quieted down for about 15 minutes and they went popped it right back up somebody else called security because about a half hour later security was back and they said uh, now here's where I think uh, and here's where my grievance with the W hotel chain comes in um, because when the security guard came back they were like they were like is it the same person like who's calling it is it the same person can you tell us who it is and the guy said I'll check which is not what you say you don't say I'll check I mean I, maybe she was hot like that had to be it because it was a dude security guard, and I'm assuming that he was a straight man um, because he said, we'll check. That's not something you say. If somebody's like, who has turned me in? Uh, that's like not the, like, you don't say that to the, pol you know, I, maybe to the, pol this wasn't the police. I don't think I got fingered. 
which is a pretty funny way to say I don't think they turned me in. What if I meant the other thing? What if that was just the start of a new story? And I genuinely didn't know if I'd been fingered. I don't think I got fingered, but it was dark out. And then you guys were like, wait a minute, that's not even the same sense. Because darkness wouldn't affect that. That's a, that's a feeling thing. <laughs> How you doing, sir? I know you are. Yeah, these people are awesome. They are. Yeah, these, yes. The, no, thank you. You're right. I mean, that's... <laughs> you're fine, but great audience. Uh, fucking great audience. Um, you're okay. <laughs> I think you guys are great. I actually think everybody's, everybody here is really bringing the heat. Um, sometimes when it's like a... Sometimes when there's empty seats, you know, people can start to feel like, Oh, God! Oh, God! If I laugh, they'll see me! <laughs> And I like this audience because it really seems like you're letting it go. Third time, come on. Comedy rule of threes, that's the funniest time. And now I can't bring it up again. All right. Uh, I think I've been great. You can clap for me. I think I've been great. I really brought a lot of different stuff. Personal stuff, references, you know? I welcome to the people of the show that were later. What a great host I am. I agree. Have many, many lists, have many lists suggested me to replace Letterman? Of course they have. <laughs> Several lists. Name a thing that's had a list. Mashable. BuzzFeed. You know what I mean? Important industry insiders. You know what I mean? The executives that make these decisions that work at BuzzFeed. <laughs> I had to swallow in the middle. Too much saliva. Um, these kind of people are saying, this is the kind of woman who can really warm up a crowd and talk to celebrities. Obviously, as you learned from the Kristen Bell stuff at the beginning, I cannot talk to celebrities. But I can talk to you guys, and I'm doing a great job. Um, the, now we're going to bring other, other comics, and I can't believe your luck. Uh, <laughs> Because all of them are going to be great. And uh, this first comic, first time on the show, just popping into a little short set. We're so happy he's here. Let's hear it right now. And you guys can feel like, you know, just feel free to go crazy. You know, just like Disneyland in the morning, wine at night crazy. That's what I'm looking for from you. That sort of ability to be in the moment. Did you think I was going to say let it go? No, that would have been the fourth time. I would never have done that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Asif Ali, give it up for Asif, come on! Yes, 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 yes! I want to apologize up top for looking like an Indian Ellen DeGeneres. It's just where I'm at right now. I've tried to, uh, you know, I've gone through some phases. I tried being a badass. That did not work out for me. I gave it a good shot. I tried lifting weights. That shit's too heavy. Stop that <laughs> almost immediately. I tried getting a tattoo. Badasses love getting tattoos. I was like, maybe. My arms are too small. I don't have the heart to go to a tattoo artist. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get that in eight font, please? Thanks. <laughs> Just write Brown Thunder and Comic Sans. I'd love that. Be a delight. 
I need to lift weights, though, because it's keeping me from major life goals that I have for myself. For example, I cannot get married until I start lifting weights seriously, because on the wedding night, what, what does everyone say to the groom? Oh, you got you to gotta lift your wife. Why? I just spent $50,000 on this goddamn... Now I have to carry her? Fuck you! The only way that's going to happen is if on my wedding day I look at my mom and I'm like, all right, you grab her arms, I'll grab her legs. Toss this bitch into matrimony. Uh, Society will not let, uh, you know, smaller dudes do things. For example, I can't date a tall woman because you guys won't let me do that. Society will not let short guys date tall women. If you see an old guy and a hot young girl, there's a stereotype, right? You go, mm, probably money or something. There is no stereotype for short guys, tall girls. We just laugh when we see it. It's just, it comes from your heart. You go, <laughs> how humorous your love. Why can't I have that? Why can't I have it? It's very useful. She can protect me. She can reach the top shelf. I don't have to get my baby stool out. And most importantly... When I go to concerts, I can stand on her shoulders and finally see the band for once in my goddamn life. I, w- I need that. A lot of phases. Certain people in my family ha- haven't gotten out of certain phases. I have an uncle that's very homophobic. Most of my family is very progressive. I have an uncle. He's very, very homophobic. He tells me constantly because I live in L.A. Every time I go home, he's like, Asif. So, like, there's the, the gays in L.A., right? So, they have one penis, other penis. They think they're so clever. And it's like, I don't even know. He doesn't even really know. I don't know about how gay sex work. If you're going to have shitty views, your values need to align with your life. The issue with my uncle is he's very homophobic, but he loves Bollywood musicals. I don't, I don't know if you've seen them. They're like the gayest movies ever made. They're basically like three-hour musicals where like two hyper-masculine dudes will meet each other and they'll compliment each other like, hey, nice motorcycle. And then the guy's like, hey, nice unnecessary muscles. And then they like grind on each other for like 45 minutes. You're like, we're so heterosexual. It's ridiculous. That's like if you asked me about white people, and I was like, yeah, fuck white people! I hope they all die. Now, if you excuse me, this Mumford and Sons concert's not gonna listen to itself. You gotta listen. They use banjos. Shit's real. I support gay rights. Uh, I'm too lazy to go picket and protest. Uh, what I will do is just eat a banana without breaking it off into pieces. <laughs> equal rights, equal bites, guys. It's a movement. It's a movement. I don't want to make you guys think that me being uh, uh, shorter, s- smaller guys is a problem. I have certain uh, freedoms that normal guys do not have. For example, you're a normal-sized man. You have a lot of pressure you don't even realize. If you go out on a date with a lady, uh, a beautiful lady, and the fight breaks out, you have two options to stay a man in her eyes. One, uppercut a motherfucker. Okay? I don't know. I've never been in a fight before. I'm assuming you uppercut a motherfucker. His head falls off and it says fatality on your life. I'm assuming that's what it is. Your second option is just using your manly voice that you have and just like yelling to make the fight disperse. Like, so like you'll come out with your lady and you'll see two people fighting and be like, No! You stop that shit right now! We just saw Frozen, you son of a bitch! Get out of here! And they'll be like, Oh my God, what a beautiful evening that we almost ruined. And they'll disperse. Here's what you can never say. You can never say, ah, It's not worth it. You can never say that. <laughs> Because at the time, she'll be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. But for the rest of her life, anytime something happens, she'll be like, hey, remember when you were a bitch? Remember that time where you didn't get stabbed for me? Remember? But I do not live in this world. I, I, have, I live in this other wonderful world where, like, nothing matters. Like, look how high my voice is. It doesn't matter. 
No one has ever asked me to be fight. The closest I would ever be is if someone is getting a fight, they're like, hey, hey, you go find someone bigger than you to help me in this fight. Go. That's why I, I don't. It's wonderful. That's why, ladies, if you're dating me, you know that if a fight breaks out, my only job as a man of my size is to take out my phone and videotape the fight. That's my only job. The fight breaks out. I'm like, honey, 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 get over here. Let me get on your shoulders. Let's do this. You too. All right, guys. Thank you so much. See ya. Guys, let's hear for us one more time. Oh man, yes. Okay, we're. I think we're. I think we. That you guys seemed great on that. I felt like you really kept it going. Uh, I felt like everybody did a great job. You know, it's a nice job. Everybody, we're still doing great. Uh, hey, why don't we just keep it right on rolling? You know what I mean? Let's just bring another comic up here to tell hilarious jokes into a microphone. <sighs> you look so nervous. I'm trying to figure out what you're, what's going on. How was your day? I'm just going to check in with you, and then we're going to... Just only because you're like, what's going on? How come... What's going on? Are you all right? Yeah. He needs a bottle opener. Is that what's going on? You're trying to figure out if there, you can get a bottle opener? Is that seriously what's happening? <laughs> Do you see how I can read the fuck out of a room just like solving a problem? Like, because he, he was just like, what, how do I, how, what do I do it? First of all, round of applause for that gentleman right there. Yeah. Next time you should just say, you know, like you should just, you know, because this is a totally chill. Oh, did you share? And did you share a, that's, look at, that's nice. That's the right thing to do. And then you got a beer out of it, which you open with your little thingamabobber that you got in your hand. And that's, everybody's winning that one. We all did a great job with that. Now, do you feel calmer? Do you feel more, more calm? Yeah. <laughs> you seem so terrified of me. <laughs> Like, not only, like, kind of nervous, but also just, like, if she talks to me one more second. Uh, no, it's chill. it's chill. I just want to make sure. Now, does anybody else need anything? Uh, like, light apps? Did anybody put their car in a spot they're not sure if they can leave their spot in? I'm sure we can get that moved for you. If there's anybody who has an audition that they did today, and they're like, ah, oh, I really want to find out how I did, I can call your agency. I'm assuming... You're all repped uh, because you're here. Specifically, that family right there looks like a pretty repped family. Um, you know, like just like a heavily repped family. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we're repped, but as a family. And I use the word repped because I'm in the industry. You know what I mean? So like, it's like, I, like other people would say like represented, but that's what I'm uh, standing. I'm using a shortened, but it's jargon that you know I've kind of learned over a series of years, you know, which, you know, multiple years. Um, great, okay. So nobody else needs anything, SAT prep. Um, I did great on English, pretty decent on math, but like pretty great verbal skill. Yeah, like a, like perfect, like a perfect score on the verbal. And then there's that other part I didn't, like the writing wasn't a thing when I took the SAT. So if you're like, oh, I need help with the SAT writing thing, I'd be like, oh, no, I can't help you. With that, did they get rid of that again? Okay, see that—that's what I'm talking about. See, when I said that, there were some people here who were like worried, but then that guy <laughs> provided the answer. So everybody here is helping everybody else out in a lot of ways. Specifically, this part of the room is helping a lot, and this part so far hasn't done anything. 
of merit, like, you know, which is worth stuff, but I'm not, that's not, that's not true. When you walked in, you asked that question. That was the best part of the show so far. So that, this section's covered. I'm really looking uh, to this section right here for not fucking pulling your weight, you know, as a twosome. I just feel like, it's like, you, you don't realize, now you're, because I know you're probably thinking, oh, it's just the two of us. We have less responsibility. Cor- incorrect. More. You have more. That bottle of water, you're also responsible for that. show right on rolling <laughs> this next comic a friend of mine uh, from back in Chicago he recently moved to LA he's doing a great job here and we're so fucking proud of him let's hear it right now for Mr. Joe Quizala guys give it up for Joe thank you thank you guys so much this is uh, this is so nice uh, yeah I, I just just moved to Los Angeles Still, uh, still learning stuff. Uh, one thing I've learned for sure uh, is that downtown LA is the scariest place I've ever been. Uh, but I've also learned how to deal with it. Uh, and you guys can use this uh, to not be scared when you're downtown LA. All you have to do is narrate everything you see <laughs> as though it's in the opening credits of Saturday Night Live then it's not so scary. A Mexican teenager with fangs. <laughs> a seven-foot-tall woman doing push-ups on a dumpster. <laughs> a man with no arms doing the moonwalk in an alley. <laughs> Featuring... Loose macaroni and cheese with blood in it. (laughs) Rob Schneider. (laughs) That's the scariest one of all. You see Deuce Bigelow in the wild. (laughs) No good. I think, though, I think I get scared easily uh, because I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. I'm not a big guy. Uh, I'm 5'7", and here's the thing about being 5'7". I think this is true for you uh, if you're 5'7". Everybody who's 5'7 knows this just kind of across the board, which is that we're 5'6". <laughs> yeah. We are going to lie to you every time. 5'7 sounds so much taller than 5'6, so of course we're going to do that. But I am 5'6 like on the nose, like on the dot. And if you actually think about that, that's kind of funny because when that happens, I'm actually 5'5. Five five. Guys, 5'5. Five five. You kidding? Why would you believe me when I said I was 5'7? Why wouldn't I just keep going? It's so easy. Five five. It sounds stupid. It's a stupid height. Five five. And it's not like the height of a man. You know, that's like the height of a normal sized dog when it's lying down. Uh, the name of that joke is "Don't let the audience find out you're five four. I think I did it. Uh, yeah, it's just so, it gets embarrassing when you're this height. Like, 
when I go shopping for clothes. I can't tell you how crushing it feels when you have to inevitably wind up in the section of the store called like, so your tweens got a tood. <laughs> oh, we have some zippery jackets he is going to love. And then like you put on a shirt and it, it fits perfectly. And then you see on the front, it says, shut up, dad. <laughs> or like, my skateboard is my anti-drug. <laughs> and then on the back, it says, if you can read this, the Angry Birds backpack fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. And you can't hide being short in like cutesy language. Like, you kind, of, you kind of can do that if you're fat, because you can be like, well, you know, I'm just, just overweight. I'm big-boned. I'm a big teddy bear. There's a lot to love. But it's weird if you try to do that as a short guy. Like, I'm ju just a little under height. Got little baby bones. Uh, just like a, a sick, diseased mole rat. Very little to love. Very precious little. Uh, so I'm short. I'm unemployed. Uh, I've been going on a lot of job interviews, uh, which is weird to me because every person who's interviewed me so far has asked me, Joe, do you think of yourself as an outside-the-box kind of guy? Do you think outside that box? And that's funny to me because every position I'm applying for is an entry-level job. And at the most, I would be answering the phone. And I don't think you want me answering the phone outside the box. Thank you for calling the offices of Jackson and Miller. Goodbye. And I kiss the phone and throw it in the air. Because I'm outside that box, baby. Yeah, I'm unemployed, so I, I've been seeing the Lego movie a lot. <laughs> uh, and then I found out that the Lego company is insistent that the correct plural of their toys is not Legos, but rather just simply Lego. Uh, like many Lego. Now, I thought playing with toys was supposed to be fun, but I think when you force kids to call it Lego everybody's just going to end up sounding like depressed German immigrants. <laughs> oh, playtime is over, but there is Lego everywhere. <laughs> Hans, you left your Lego out all night. Your mother, she tripped on the Lego, Hans, and now she's paralyzed from the waist down because of the Lego. Because of the Lego! Because of the Lego. 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 My ego? What? Huh? Did he just? But what's that? But I thought, yeah, it was a waffle commercial the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, just blew your brains. That's what we in the industry call a twist. <laughs> I twisted you. I am the M. Night Shyamalan of comedy. 
which I guess that's, uh, that's not totally accurate. Uh, if I were the M. Night Shyamalan of comedy, I would come out here, I'd tell a few good jokes, then I'd forget how to tell jokes. <laughs> and then I'd paint the stage with my diarrhea. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. My name is Joe Quintal. You're great. Take care. That Saturday Night Live bit is so funny. That kills me. That kills me. I gotta know everything about you. How are you? You're having the time of your life. You're the best. You're the best around. No one's gonna. Siri just went off in your pocket. What are you talking about? No, I know. I know what you're talking about. What if I thought you had like a? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I like I get it. You press the button by accident. Oh, by accident. Yeah, that makes. She wasn't just. No, that's what. Did it happen during? I didn't even hear it. Did it happen during the? Get out of here! No, it's fine. Uh, that's okay. Um, what did? Did she, would she, she just ask like? You know, how can I help you or whatever? Yeah, she's like, I can't complete your request. Oh yeah. What if she just been like? Never mind. Um, <laughs> She'd been like, blood is in the macaroni and cheese for this reason. Uh, you know, like, it would have been weirder if she had completed your request under those circumstances. She was like, I got it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you got to reposition your phone. You know what I mean? Seems like it's in a weird spot. Because I've never had that, you know, happen to me. So you must have, like, a bumpy hip. Yeah, you did that with your, with your old elbow and you activated the little thingamabob and then she was like, what are you? And then you, you, know, you were like, yeah, because of pants. Why can't Siri sense pants? I always have wondered that about her. You know, that's like a lady, right? You know, not, I don't mean, but I mean, there's like a lady. You guys know that, that crazy, that like story that that's like a voiceover gal. That's a voiceover gal. Uh, trust me, I think I cleared it up what I'm talking about when I said that sentence. Um... But that's just a woman who got hired by Apple, like, I think in the 90s or, like, years ago, to just come in every... And she said, like, every word. <laughs> I'm... Okay, I'm pretty sure I have this memorized exactly as it happened. Uh, but sometime in the late 90s, like, before W's were invented, um, the chain, not the letter, that would... Like, what if I... That's not what I think that came about. Um... <laughs> When we only used V's. Um, no, but in the late 90s, some woman went into Apple and then just said, like, every word, but they never told her what it was for. And then, still didn't tell her, and then Siri was, Siri was introduced, and it's still never been confirmed, but it's, like, absolutely her voice. And you should look this up. Her name is, I don't know what it is, but if you put in, who's that lady that's the Siri voice, it'll come up. Probably you could ask Siri to find it. <laughs> but it's, well, what if that happened to you? How, can you, I want to actually just go through this with you. You go to the store, you buy a, I'm assuming, no, let's, here's how I want it to happen. I don't want her to find out until she has the phone. Like, there's totally a chance she, like, saw a commercial or her friend had the phone first, but in my imagination of it, she goes to the store. She buys the iPhone with the Siri in it. She goes home, and then she calls all of her friends, and she's like, you guys, isn't it amazing that Apple has the technology to, before you've ever spoken into your phone, have the phone mimic your voice to you? <laughs> and then her friends are all like, 
wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, oh, you haven't used the function yet because it sounds just like me. <laughs> that's like an imagine, that's an imagination ride we just did together. That was, an, that was a story of imagination. Uh, great, okay, well, we have just a great comment coming up next. He is recording an album uh, with a Special Thing Records now. A Special Thing Records is one half of a Special Thing Records is Mr. Ryan McMenamin, and he is up here, one of the producers on the show. So let's hear for Ryan. And they will be recording that album on April 25th at Nerd Melt, which is a, a theater right here in Los Angeles. So you guys could even go to that. Or if you're listening to the podcast of this show, that's right, it's available as a podcast. Uh, fly to Los Angeles and please attend that taping. You know, don't you agree? Everybody that listens to podcasts has a lot of disposable income, as we know. So they should buy plane tickets. And you can ask Siri to find those for you. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, please round of applause for Mr. Paul Danke. Give it up for Paul. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. If, you, if someone flies out uh, to see me do stand-up, man, I will, I will shower them with all that California chronic. You know what I'm talking about? I'll just give them so much weed. I'll be like, welcome. Welcome to this great town of ours. People love it. People love those party favors. Hi. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi, hi. Oh, oh, this is a good hi from over there. I like that. That felt right. Good to see you. Glad everybody's here. You two dudes locking down the West Wing. Tight. <laughs> Fucking sweet. Love that. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is uh, if Obama could dunk, we'd have seen it by now. We would have definitely <laughs> seen it, right? He can't dunk at all. Oh, it's sad. If he could dunk, there would be posters in every kid's room in America. There, your fucking spam mailbox would be loaded of gifts of Obama just dunking over Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. Just not to boom, boom. Sad move? Can't dunk. My friend Eric says he can't even go left. I'm not saying that, but that's cool. <laughs> Frosty, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm having a good time. I'm glad you guys are all here. I meant to mention this at the top of the set. I am married, so don't, don't, don't. Whatever you got cooking up here right now, leave me out of it. Leave me out of it, okay? I'm trying to do right by my woman. Leave me out of it, okay? Don't come up to me after the show, grab me on my little elbow. I know that move. Oh, I know that move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk into my little cute little neck. Mm, give me a little neck goosebumps. I know that move. Oh. I know that move. Mm. Don't come up to me and lock fake blowjob eye contact while we're talking. That's my move. Okay, I invented that move. Try my own shenanigans on me. It's bullshit. Mm -mm. Trying to do right by my woman. I'm married, happily married. Uh, but you've heard, you probably heard that when you get married that like the sex gets worse. True. True story. Happens to all of us. It's not that it's bad, it's just that it's so hard to make it good again, you know what I mean? You gotta jump through fucking fiery hoops. Sometimes I'll put on a condom. Just to feel dangerous, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know where this slut's been, I better bag it, eh! I don't know where she's been. She's been downstairs, watching community, and I've been patient. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm not even mad at her. Great sex life. 
It's true. It's true. Uh, I like being I like being married. A lot of my friends are like, oh, Joe, why are you why are you married? Can't believe you're married, dude. Can't, don't you want to be single? Don't you want to sign up for four dating sites? <laughs> no. No, I don't. My friends are always trying to get they're always trying to get laid. They're trying to get girlfriends. This is the one thing a guy has to do to get a girlfriend. Lock down your Instagram. Get that shit popping, okay? Get it popping. Show that you can snap a good pick, crop, filter, all right? Make it look good. Show that you can capture a memory, capture a moment, all right? Be the guy worth living with, okay? So, ugh. Are you the single old guy not on Instagram? Get on Instagram, you old swinger, you. Stop it. <laughs> I hate an old swinger that's not up with technology. Get up with technology. If you're gonna be an old swinger, you nasty old bird. Here on Facebook, <laughs> somebody straight this guy out. <laughs> the teens aren't on Facebook. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh! Now he's trying to blow up my spot like I'm into teens. Tell you what, I'm wearing a smooth dinner blazer. This lets people know I'm a sophisticated adult. <laughs> you, sir, are dressed all normcore, trying to appeal to the young, dirty hipsters in the crowd, and I ain't into it. Creeping me out. Who, bought the, who brought the creep on? Who brought him around? He's by himself. Did you bring him? You guys know this guy? Hell yeah, dude. Black Slacks and Key West, you're a maverick, dog. You're crazy. Black Slacks and Key West? He's never been to Key West in his life, guys. Who is this man? Who is this traitor amongst us? We're having a lot of fun, guys. Uh, thanks very much. Hey, I'm recording my album April 25th. It's a Friday. There'll be some free beer. I'll be there. You'll be there. It'll be a great time. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Uh, guys, Paul Danky, one more time for Paul. <laughs> Woo, man. So good. Oh, boy. We are going to keep it rolling uh, with another gentleman who has... He's never been on the show before. We're so happy to have him. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go super crazy for them. So let's hear it right now. Everything you got from Mr. Billy Bonnell. Guys, give it up for Billy. Come on. Come on. Yeah, the sympathy. <laughs> I like it. It's over already. Jesus. <laughs> it ended so fast. I'm like, I'll just go back there. Should I come back? No, I'll just keep going right now. Have you guys ever been driving down the freeway and you drift out of your lane so much so you gotta say, fuck it, just put on your blinker and change lanes? <laughs> like you're trying to save face with the other drivers or something? <laughs> It's such a weird thought process. Like a cop would see you drifting out of your lane back. Oh, I need to pull him over. Nope, there's his blinker. He's good. I'm going to let him continue on down the road. He's clearly driving at an expert level. I'm not going to bother him with my bullshit. I feel tough when I drive. I don't know why. It's weird. Like I, I get road rage. Like I get it and I get it, you know? 
It makes sense. You're like operating a machine. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm in charge of this machine. Anyone that fucks up around this, I'm going to kill them with an axe. I don't even own an axe. I got to purchase one, train to use it for two to three weeks, and then murder anyone who cuts me off. I'm feeling tough in my car, but I'm not really tough. Somebody cut me off recently. I got overwhelmed with the sensation. I need to catch up to him and look him in the eyes. You ever get that feeling? I need to see this dude's face. He needs to pay for his transgressions with my glare. Where'd he go? I'm going to find him and show him what's what. This guy cut me off. I finally caught up, caught up to him. I'm feeling tough, but I'm not tough. I look over to see what he looks like, but he's already looking at me. I'm like, oh shit, still a pussy. Freeway U-turn. I'm not allowed to go this way, but I need to because I'm super embarrassed right now. Driving's a lot more fun now. Cars are getting fancy. Maybe too fancy. They just make stuff you don't even need. Like my buddy just bought a Lexus and it parallel parks itself. That's unnecessary. He just pulls the car where he wants to park. It hits a button and the computer's like, I got this shit. <laughs> I'm a computer. Everyone in the car just take it easy. I was thinking, great job, Lexus. You guys invented a computer to get the car to park itself, but you guys never figured out how to get objects in the mirror to be exactly as they appear. <laughs> I got a groundbreaking idea, Lexus. Why don't you just fix that mirror and maybe I could parallel park this car all by myself? <laughs> don't you try to rip me off. Google's another fancy technology. People love Google. But Google is really inconvenient if you think about it deeply enough. <laughs> Do you guys remember in the 90s when you could just win an argument with a lie? <laughs> that was real good times. <laughs> you could just bullshit your way through a conversation. No one could say anything. They would just be like, I guess he's telling the truth. I am not going to the library to look that up. <laughs> I don't got time for that. I just got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has an honest face anyway. <laughs> and if a debate ever got really heated in the 90s and people want to find out if you're telling the truth, they would just be like, do you swear to God? <laughs> and it was the ultimate affirmation. If you did swear to God, everyone would be like, relax, we believe you now. No way you'd bring God into this if you're lying through your teeth. Can't do that anymore. You fast forward to 2014. You say anything remotely crazy, your friend's already on his cell phone going, keep talking, bro. Shit sounds suspect. <laughs> I'm about to prove you wrong instantly in front of all these people at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Stop trying to make up sports statistics to look cool. I'm not having it. <laughs> It'd just be cool if you could still swear to God. It'd be a lot easier to make shit up. Because it's fun to act like you know stuff you don't know. <laughs> Everyone does it. It's just so tough in the future. You can still do it. You just got to use other stuff to back you up since you can't say I swear to God. Like, if I said something crazy, you guys try to call me out, I'd have to back it up with something different. Like, for instance, did you guys know that the longest beaver dam on the planet is 2,800 feet long? And that's roughly the distance to the Brooklyn Bridge. And it was built by a single beaver that was given cocaine over the period of one year by the students at the University of Arizona. If you don't believe me, Google me, bitch. And then people will be like, relax, we believe you now. No way you'd bring Google into this if you were lying through your teeth. <laughs> it's like Google would place God just for that scenario. <laughs> now if you say something ridiculous, be like, seriously, dude, I swear to Google. <laughs> then, then you'll win the argument by default because your friends will think you're retarded. <laughs> 
like, did Billy just swear to a computer? Let him have it. He needs it so bad. And if you're feeling really saucy, just lie and make a Wikipedia page to prove yourself right. I drink coffee these days. I think it's safe. A lot of people in my generation drink energy drinks, which I don't understand. Because they seem dangerous. I can't pronounce the ingredients in there. I know it has caffeine, but what is the other stuff? Coffee makes so much sense to me. That's a bean it grows. Thank you so much, Earth. <laughs> I really appreciate you doing that for me. That's a really good job. Where are they growing this stuff in energy drinks at? It doesn't seem like it, you could grow it. It just seems like they're cooking it up in a meth lab in Mississippi. The shit is too powerful, right? And they just invented energy drinks by accident while they were doing some Breaking Bad shit in a double wide. <laughs> the dude's like, hey, we got some leftover stuff in the bucket. What do you want to do with it? And the other guy's like, I don't know, man. Can it up. <laughs> Call it Monster because it's fucking scary. <laughs> and we'll sell it in grocery stores nationwide to help people get through their Mondays. <laughs> it doesn't even look like you're supposed to drink it. That's why they put the shit in the can. They don't want you to see it. I poured a Red Bull into a glass recently. It looked like some shit that could turn a regular turtle into a ninja turtle. <laughs> Why is this shit glowing? I ain't trying to be a ninja turtle. Today is Monday. Maybe I'll fuck with that on Saturday. Today I'm just trying to get enough energy to do this paperwork I don't want to do. Energy drinks seem so dangerous, in fact, that I bet in 2040 they're going to have to run commercials on TV that are like, Did you or someone you know... <laughs> Drink a Monster Energy drink or a Red Bull in the early 21st century and now shake uncontrollably. Because if you did, you're going to need to call the law offices of Bender and Bender. We've got a big-ass pile of money for you. You should come get it. Those are dumb commercials, right? Why are those dudes wearing safari hats? You ain't going on a safari, dude. Commercials are weird sometimes. I saw a commercial recently that made me really wonder, don't they have a checks and balances for this to get on TV? It was for a detergent company. You know what the brilliant idea for a commercial was? To have a guy pull up to a kid's soccer game in a van. That's a pretty bad start. And in the side of his van, he has a washer and a dryer, right? He gets out of the van. He collects all the little kids in there. It's like, hey, little kid, you got a grass stain in your shirt. Take it off. I'm going to wash it in the side of my van. I was like, really, Clorox? I thought we were trying to stop pedophiles, not give them the best idea ever. That's a good idea. And all the moms in the commercial are like, yeah, give this dude in the van your clothes. This makes perfect sense. I'm just sitting in my house going, what the fuck is happening? Like, how confused would you be if you were this kid's father and he came home from a soccer game in a really clean uniform? You'd just be like, hey, Jimmy, did you get to play? He'd be like, yeah, Dad, I played the whole game. Well, why is your uniform so clean? Well, Dad, there was a man in a van, and he told me to get naked. But at least he was at the fucking game, Dad. Thanks a lot. I'm Billy Bonnell. Have a good night, everybody. The show is Rhea Butcher. Let's hear for Rhea, guys. Yes. How are you? How's it going? How's the show's great so far? It's a great show. Yeah, you got your ham shirt on, feeling got my strong. My ham shirt on. 
All right. <laughs> a single solitary woo for him. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. How was your... Oh, uh, just to cover some things up top. Uh, we're fiancés, we live together. Because so yes. sometimes people are like, oh, thanks. I mean, it's not like a... It's just more of like a... Because then sometimes I reference home, and then it, I just feel like people are like, do all stand-ups live in the same house? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we yeah, do. We're we do. all doing it. Uh, no, uh, we don't even do it. Uh, we do it. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for just laying that out there. <laughs> Everybody's comfortable now, right? Yeah. I feel great. I am not. All no, right. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just want everybody to know how, like, what, how hot a chick I can land. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes. up to and including this fucking hot. You know what I mean? Um, this yeah. hot chick, this hot dude, whatever you want. <laughs> She's a bit of both. All of them at the same uh, time. Yeah. What did tell me? It's a Bella I, and an Edward kind of a thing. You get it? It's a great Twilight joke. Fucking great Twilight. Fucking perfect Twilight joke. Say it again. It's a Bella and an Edward kind fucking of a thing. Fucking perfect. Per perfect. <sighs> yeah. Uh, how was your day? It was pretty good. <laughs> great we day. talked to each other a bit. Today. Yeah, we talked to each other all day long. Yeah, I was having a real long. fit. A real fit, just sorry. Collapsed on the ground, kind of a fit. I did. I was having a fit today. She was slamming sorry. fists into the ground. I don't know what happened. I got so upset. I had to throw everything out of our pantry and onto the floor. Um, <laughs> cashews everywhere. Cashews everywhere. Cashew crisis. Because we put them in a Tupperware, you know. Uh, and the pop of that, the pop of that, the pop of that tops right off. And uh, once you pop of that, you did. can't stop of that. You know? No, you, they went. They did it. it was, you know what? It would have been better is if there were snakes in there. You know, like the little springy snakes. But it was the real cashews. If you were in the middle of a fit and I had cleverly <laughs> put a joke, cashew mixed box, nuts, and you were like, something in nuts. Yeah. And well, hit you in the face. Yeah. Well, number one, I would have deserved that, and number two, uh, would have been easier to clean up. Yeah, but, for sure. Little loose cashews. <laughs> you know what not I mean? Not as easy as a snake. No, not as easy as a snake. Uh-uh. Nope. Easier than a real snake. Trying to clean up That's a real true. snake. <laughs> Cleaning up a real snake is pretty hard. If you put a real snake in our in a, in a, bathtub, in a nut then, container. Yeah. In our thing. Then you try to give it a bath with a little loofah. <laughs> oh, you mean cleaning up in a different way. I thought you meant like giving it a shower or something. Can you imagine giving a snake a shower? If it was just standing in the shower, what if you came home and I just, a you know, snake taking a shower in your bathroom? <laughs> what a night. It would have a hard time turning the thing on because it would just go over. Yeah. Um, I just can't get my tail around. <laughs> Do you think the, th the snake thinks it has a tail or is he's just like, oh, there's more of me? That's a great point, Rhea. That's a great point. The whole thing's the tail. This is all just me. Or yeah. is he like, oh, there's my tail? Yeah. I don't know. You're bringing like how, observational like, powers yeah. to the stage. I love it. You know what I was thinking about? What? I was thinking, do snakes even have to clean themselves because they can just get rid of their clothes? You know what I mean? Oh, right. It's, it's like just, the ultimate, like, they drink too much, they just throw it out. You know, like, it's like, scoot it yeah, off. scoot their little outfit off. That would be great if humans could just scoot their little outfits off. We can. That's, that's part of... What are you well, talking about? No, I mean, like... <laughs> I've never worn anything else in my life. Who sleeps in this? It's very uncomfortable. 
Um, Comfortable for me. For me. Yeah, because the belt. Because uh, I sleep on top of Rhea, but facing away from her. We stack. Nobody here stacks? <laughs> With their partner? It is efficient. I'm littler, so I gotta be on top for the stack. Yeah. Climate change is real. <laughs> right. Climate change is real. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I did get a pot card recently, so that's why I'm talking about all this nonsense that doesn't make... You're not high. Stop no, I'm not high right now. High. I just, I mean... Uh, thinking about snakes. Do they shower? Is there going to be one Oh, you mean shower? like your mind has been I mean, expanded. my mind is expanded. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're like... Now you're like delving into all these corners. Yeah, and there might be a snake in there. Watch out. over there. Yeah. Take uh, a shower. Check it out. Um, so cool. You had a... We walked the dog today. We did walk the dog. Oh, and we walked our dog by a fire station because there's a fire station we in our neighborhood. <laughs> we walked a dog and past the fire station. You I wouldn't just... believe what was happening. Right. It was insane what was happening at this fire department. <laughs> Tell them, Rhea. All right, I'm getting to it. <laughs> there was a fireman. Several. Well, first there was a single fireman okay. mowing the lawn. <laughs> and then other ones came out. They were watering things with water. Watering things with Basically, water. Basically, it was going up in the air and soaking their shirts. Yeah. And really then, beefy men. Then what did they do, Cameron? Clean their... They started washing their fire truck. Like they were an ad for a burger. <laughs> it's just really sad to me because it was wasted on these... What a waste. You know what I mean? You're just like, whatever. Because it's just us walking past. What a fucking waste. There was no other women around. I tried calling some friends to go, you gotta see this. Get I don't over give a here. Shit you about won't it. believe it. It's Beefy never guys. gonna happen again. What a waste. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Doing like a stare. It would have, oh, yeah. the only thing would have been if they, they just had Daisy Dukes on. Yes, if they had Daisy Dukes on. I was gonna say if they were like, well, we found this baby earlier when we saved it. <laughs> yeah. And my shirt fell off. My shirt fell off, but I'm, I'm holding the baby to my chest. Yeah. In a mothering way, which isn't emasculating. Who cares? I'm a fireman. You, uh... Yeah, Murph was cool today. That's our dog. He was chilling. His name is Murph. He was walking cool. Um, but you like were talking about your feelings about walking him. I was? My feelings about walking him? Yeah, you were talking about dudes. You're feeling about... Oh, yes. Yeah, Thank remember? you for giving me a perfect segue. And I forgot for a moment, but then I remembered it. So here it goes. <laughs> No, I like walking him. Yeah, but I mistakenly, you know, you're supposed to create like a little loving sound for your dog to, to you know, just like a giddy up or whatever. Um, and I mistakenly chose when he was a little baby child to go. So now I have to do that for the rest of his life. And I can't make that noise, so I go. Yeah. So like I'm riding a little horse. Annie Oakley, and then my own mother. <laughs> I do that with my legs. Yeah, you He's do. a chihuahua. <laughs> How much better does that make it? He's in front of me. <laughs> what if you saw that? What if you saw a person? <laughs> I do a great horse. I don't know if you knew that. Great horse. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but you yeah, do, I do, I do the sound, and I also have a habit of calling him Buddy. So often when I'm walking my dog, I go, come here, buddy. Come here. Hey, bud. Come here, bud. 
And on several occasions, I've gotten some weird looks from some men on my walks uh, because I think I've accidentally catcalled some dudes. (laughs) Because the look on their face leads me to totally believe that because they just go... I shouldn't have worn these pants. Too tight in the D. (laughs) Yeah. Shouldn't have worn those khakis, sir. Gonna wear those khakis around me. This is an embarrassed... This is my impression of an embarrassed guy. He just turns away, but he shields only that. (laughs) Yeah. But the top of it, too. That's not even where that is. (laughs) You never remember where it is. I don't know where a... This is how I... This is how much I remember a penis. I'm like, you put it on... It's here, right? That's where the penis is? In pants, like if you're a guy, that's where you keep it right by your waist, right? Because you flip it up, you tuck in the thing. This little pocket is for, right? You put it in your thing? You put the... You put your... It's in a long... You, you flip it up, you put it in, in there? In a little pocket? That's how you wear it, right? Up. Pocket. You wear yours up or down? Up. <laughs> it's like one of them little uh, 80s hats. You know what I mean? Flip up the thing. Yes. And then the glasses with this thing. And it's then like the a D. bike hat. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bike... It's a little bike hat. And then the little flip-up sunglasses on top. And then... And then the, yeah. It's exactly what it's like. That's why it's hard to wear a swimsuit. Because if right. you tuck it up... Watch out. Pop out the top. <laughs> Because you're shirtless. Right? That's why I don't, I don't go to the beach. I don't want to see the top of a D. Yeah. Who That's why really you call it Sunny D. From the beach. Yeah. The D's got the sun. That's why you get it all. It's brown on the top. But real light. For sure. Just the top of the head. Mm-hmm. Just a little, one little brown spot on the top. That's why so many men have tip of the D... Skin cancer. Yes. It's a real issue. That's why they've been doing that cock in the sock stuff on Instagram. Yes. To talk about it. For sun safety. Sun safety. Put, so if you're a man in the audience tonight, they have that spray stuff. You don't even have to worry about it. Spray yeah. it right on top. Or maybe, you know, go with down. Yeah. Or put some easy cheese. Just <laughs> easy cheese? A little perfect circle of easy cheese. Definitely at the beach. For sure. In case you need a snack. Right. I assume you're flexible, like from yoga. That's why these firemen were so distracting. Their tops were wet. I kept waiting to see if it was going to get down to where they keep their weenies. But they have the big pants. I didn't know if you'd be able to see it. Luckily, we didn't. You, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's a fire hose. Right. Yes. So, anyway, I think we've covered a lot about men. Yeah. We talked about snakes. Yes. Oh, very phallic. Talked about. Yep. Our dog's a boy. Yep, he is. He has a penis. He does. He goes with up because he's a dog. So it goes up. Goes up. Mm -hmm. He doesn't put it in pants. No. Uh, Rhea Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, you guys. I think we really explored that. Hey, we got 
got one final comic on the show. He is amazing. We love him so much. And he's and he's going to come out here and close it out. So you guys can leave it all on the table. You know what I mean? You can just like just like all the, you know, all that stuff that you've been like, this has been a great show. How do I reward them? Like how will I make them know that it's been a great show? Well, with claps and laughter. Uh, right? Don't laugh. That would be weird. Why would you laugh when he came out? That would be so offensive. He would feel nervous. Don't laugh. But clap when wooing is great as well. Uh, let's hear right now for Cy Emmonson. Guys, get over Cy! <laughs> Leave it all out. Hey, guys. Welcome. Key West, what's going on? With you. I've been watching from the back. You concern me, but we're friends. It's fine. Guys. Nope, I changed. I shouldn't have talked to you. That was a mistake, so. Hey, Cy, go up and talk to the guy who's 30 years older and everybody by himself. That won't end in rape, so no, totally. Guys, welcome. Uh, you two up front, you're my favorites. You've been laughing a lot, and you're by yourself. Good for you. These are interesting seats. It's like, I want to have the best seats at the baseball game. Where are you sitting? Home plate. I'm a fucking idiot. So, But no, it's good. I like the guts, and you guys are pulling it off. Oh, it's terror. Um, pure terror in my bones right now. Uh, I'll tell you, this is how my day is going so far. And by that, I mean the last hour. I parked, walked here to this building. Four blocks. It was a four-block walk from my car to this building. In those four blocks, I saw a grown man walking a cat with a leash. I feel like 30% of you heard the words I just said. He was a grown man walking a cat with a fucking leash. This is the only place on earth you can get away with that. Anywhere else on the earth, at the very least, you're subject to a minor amount of bullying. And everybody here just lets him, like, there's only two ways. You can't do that in Pittsburgh. Like, I'm going to walk my cat on a leash. It wasn't an adorable child. There's only, like, there's only two ways a grown man can walk a cat and not have people fuck with him most places. Way number one, if the cat you are walking is of the jungle variety. Hey, man, what are you doing? I'm walking my tiger. Oh, fuck, cool, man. I love that Siegfried and Royd shit. Good for you. Good for you. Way number two, if the reason you are walking the cat is weirder than the fact that you are walking a cat. Hey, man, why are you walking that cat? Oh, I'm gonna fuck him. That's what the leash is for. It's some good old cat fucking. All right, cool, man. Do you. I love that Siegfried and Roy shit, so. Do you, buddy. It's not even remotely the weirdest thing I've seen in my life on a street. I was in Tampa, in the distance. Hey, friend, you know Florida's the worst state in the union. <laughs> you ever hear some crazy shit on the news? A guy thought he was an, uh, an alien and stabbed seven Jews, four Muslims, and then burned a Koran in front of everybody. Oh, Pensacola? That sounds about right. It happened in Pensacola. Yeah, he was wearing a racing shirt. He had a racing shirt on. I was in Florida, I was in Tampa. In the distance, I saw a giant white man with a tattoo on his face. Strike one. Got up close, realized that tattoo said the word murder. <laughs> oh my God, all the rest of the strikes. My first thought immediately was, oh my gosh, how could a tattoo artist possibly agree to tattoo that on someone's face? And then my second thought right after that was, how could he refuse? Yo, man, I want to get murdered right here, right on my fucking face. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. You what? So just sketch it first or put it right on there? You want to, with an E-R and A, like murder. I could do whatever you would like, Mr. Murder, sir. Whatever, whatever you would prefer. You know what I did the moment I saw him? I crossed to the other side of the street immediately. 
One of my friends was like, it's a little judgy, Cy. Yeah. <laughs> sure is. And like most judges, I carry a strong anti-murder stance. What in the hell are you talking about? Don't judge people. Judge the shit out of that guy. We need to judge that dude. He has a synonym for homicide written on the most visible part of his person. He's not on the up and up. That guy's a mistake maker. I guarantee it. Even the most equality-based people in the history of our society would have had an issue with that dude. Had Martin Luther King seen him before his famous speech, I promise you, he'd have made a couple amendments. I have a dream that one day my children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. But if on that day they happen across a man with the word murder tattooed on his face... I anticipate they will swiftly move to the other side of the street because fuck that shit. It's a dream, not a nightmare. Put him in prison. Also, stop walking cats. I, uh, I'm from Minnesota, and, uh, and every time I go home, my dad and brother try to get me to go hunting with them. I'll go hunting. I don't mind hunting. I just have a few questions. Last time they took me deer hunting, they sprinkled deer urine on themselves. Fucking question. <laughs> it's not even why, it's how. It's how did the company... They bought the deer urine in a store. How did the company get a hold of deer urine to sell it? Is that a job I'm not aware of that somebody's out there doing? They just have a dude hired sneaking up on deer in a field where they're sleeping, just dipping their hoofs in glasses of warm water and just waiting for it? Like, really? Liquid go, buddy. Someone about to be rich. Chicka-chia. I said to my dad, I said to my dad, I was like, why the hell would we put that on ourselves? This is what he said. He goes, he goes, the deer, they smell it, and they, there's pheromones in the urine, and they become sexually aroused. <laughs> so the deer come to an area thinking they're going to get to have sex, and they get killed. In summary, deer hunting is Craigslist. Let's talk about this and I'll get out of here. Um, uh, guys, I, I have a big family. I have uh, uh, eight brothers and sisters. I have 14 nephews and nieces. I love all of them. The problem with loving people is you have to support the activities they choose to be a part of. That's not, support isn't always an easy thing. I think a great example of that is fourth grade girls basketball. I'm not saying we should cancel it, but maybe we have a discussion about whether we should cancel it or not. One of my nieces last year played fourth grade girls basketball. I love her with all my heart. I went to every single one of her games because I love her. Last game I was at, halftime, three to two. That's not even a fun hockey game. Still not convinced here, I'll do my impression of every fourth grade girls basketball game of all time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Jefferson Area Middle School Gymnasium slash cafeteria slash place we have band concerts. Hopefully you're comfortable in that tiny plastic chair. We're about ready for tip-off. Here we go. The ball goes up, and someone is hurt. She's crying. She is crying. Yep, they walk her over to the bench, and everyone applauds. We're back to the action, and it's an air ball. Air ball. Traveling jump ball. Way too hard off the backboard. 
One of the dads who's clearly living vicariously through his daughter shouts something that makes the whole gymnasium uncomfortable. Airball, 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 ill-advised three-pointer. Oop, number 23 is braiding the opponent's hair. That's an intriguing defensive strategy right there. Traveling, traveling, traveling. Oh no, now one of the other girls is hurt. Now she's crying more. Now all the girls are crying. Now some of the moms are crying. Is she gonna be okay? Sweet Jesus, is she gonna be okay? Think she's gonna be fine, it's a stub toe. Traveling, 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 traveling. whoa, traveling, traveling. Traveling. Travel it! Travel the fucking ball! It's a circle! How have you figured this out yet? It's the eighth game! What the fuck? You're the worst group of parents of all time! This is what happens when everybody gets a trophy. Fuck you! Suck my shit! I'm out! No, I'm done! I'm not announcing it anymore! Fuck! Fuck kids! Fuck kids! Suck my shit, kids! Fuck kids! I'm gone! Peace! Relax, dude. I got it. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck kids. Peace, bitch. Fuck off. Take it. I'll take. I'll be. Just take a breath. It's fine. All right, you do it. You do it. I'm gonna get some water. Fuck you, kids. Fuck you, kids. I'm gonna get some water. It's fine. I got it. I got it. I got it. Traveling. 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 Oop, the one girl who's more of a dude than everybody else gets a steal. She's on a breakaway. This could be it. Five, four, three. The shot goes up. Two, one. And it's good. In the wrong basket. <laughs> Halftime, zero to negative two. What's up, couple that I knew was going to be the best? Thank you guys for coming out. Have a great night. Keep it going. Let's hear it one more time for everybody you saw. We are here every Tuesday night. I'm Cameron Esposito. Please enjoy your rest of your night. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> 
Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.